Welcome to week number 193 of the Two Guys Into Fridays podcast. My name is Steve and that over there is Travis. Howdy. Howdy, Steve. I don't have a lot going on this week. What about you? Or Got a kitten. You, you did, did you name it yet? We did. We named it Yoshi. It's a good name. I have a feeling Gabriel had a little bit to do with it. He had a lot to do with it, but it's it's a good name. I we, Yoshi, we didn't have a name. I don't. I like to like kind of like get to know an animal before I name it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have. I this one has a really long tongue and likes to pick up things a lot. No, uh, he doesn't. Um, but like but flies a tiny bit, right? He cracked out of an egg and and yeah. Okay, at least we around a lot. Yeah. Uh, his SPCA name was Bad, and so they just named the cat Bad. No, they named it HBO, which was Bad. Um, yeah, because everyone knows it changed over to Max, right? Well, that's still like they're still HBO. Yeah, the, the streaming service is Max. It's so, bad, anyways, it's a bad name. Not a good name. And then, no, Max uh, is a bad name, not the cat. Yoshi's a good name. Max is not a bad name. HBO is not a good name. Yeah, but yeah. all right, like Max the cat. That's that's a good name. That's not a bad name. Uh, actually, that would have been a good name for the cat. Change it from HBO to Max, and then that would have been that would that would that's smart. No, that I'm saying for the good. streaming service. Well, yeah, no, I agree with you there. Okay. Um. So Yoshi, my child also at one point recommended hot pepper. Ooh, good one. Uh, it was okay. Pepper would have was in the running for a little bit. Uh no. It has to have hot pepper, I think. Yeah. The problem is hot pepper is a hard name for a cat to learn. Um Yoshi is an easy name for a cat to learn. Yeah. So it's uh, Yoshi. Hey. We're a TGIF podcast. We watch all of TGIF 30 years after it airs. This week, only one new show, but we are catching up on some old episodes. And I have to say, I am pretty excited for it. And I mean that. I am too. I am too. Um, so, a few things to get out of the way. Thank you, Joaquin, for the theme song this week. Thank you, Joaquin. Appreciate it. TGIFcast at gmail.com if you want to email in your own version of the theme song. And while you're doing that, follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. We will have all the updates you need, especially for Awesome Com coming up in just a couple weeks so soon it's coming fast it's coming fast we'll be out there we'll be hanging out we'll be signing autographs and uh we're doing it for free we're not charging this year like we did 100 bucks last year <coughs> excuse me that's right this year free yeah don't have to stand in line well there might be a you, you're probably gonna have to stay in line but it won't be too long we'll get through them fast we're not like uh one of those uh signees that will talk to you for 45 minutes we're getting you in and out we, we're yeah, signing we're your autograph we're pushing you through the line and yep, we're getting we to the care. next person. We don't know. We don't care about you or what you have to do. Yeah, not at all. Um, all right. So we watched episodes this week. Uh, like we said, one of them actually aired this week. And what was the date that that actually aired on? Yeah. So the episode we would have, the, the one episode would have aired Friday, May 28th, 1993. So we do like to see what was going on in the world that week, 30 years ago. And on May 24th, 1993, I pulled this one for you a little bit. Okay. Um, Star Trek episode Second Chances aired, and it was significant yep. for one reason. Um, this was the okay. first ever appearance of a real-life astronaut on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mae Jemison appeared. Have no uh -huh. idea what her character was on the show, but she was on there. And I, you could probably answer this. More astronauts in the future after this? Don't know. Oh. Well, it's on there. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know. So here's the thing. So I have been watching. I don't want to say binging, but I have been kind of also doing like a 30 year thing with all the Star Trek series because because I'm my brain is crazy and I want to watch them with them in the same place as the movies. And since the, I watch the movies and in coordination with the show. Right. Yeah. I've been watching them kind of like 30 years later. So I literally just watched this episode like a couple weeks ago. Um, so I know exactly. Do you remember what, what you did on the show? Um, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. But it. Uh, I'm. I. I am aware that that was that actually happened. Okay. So I just wasn't paying that much attention. Fair so. enough. Also on May 26th, uh, we do our annual check in here just to make sure. Uh, but yes, Susan Lucci lost her 14th daytime Emmy in a row. <sighs> Man. Good. I mean, well, not good for her, I guess. No, not good for her. That sucks. Sorry. Uh, one more story. Um, this is a famous sports clip. Like, uh, you might remember the clip. Um, this is the day that Jose Canseco had a home run ball hit off his head over the fence for a home run. I don't. Can I, you so think I of the clip in, in my head? head but no? I, I can remember. I can remember the story. Yeah. So it was Carlos Martinez. He was at bat. Hit the ball. 
goes in the outfield. Jose's out there trying to catch it, bounces off his head, bounces over the wall, home run. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember this happening. I don't remember. I, I can't see it. Like, you know, I can't see the play, but I remember it. Um, That's what I got for news this week. What about movies and music? What was number one? I'm trying to see if I can figure out where uh, where it made. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even say which was. All right. Uh, anyways, um, no change in the song. We've got Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. That'll be the number one song for a while. Um, and then the new movie this week is Sliver. Do you remember this movie at all? Sliver? That was 30 yeah. years ago? 30 years ago. Yeah, I do. Yep. Sharon Stone, William Baldwin, Tom Berenger. Jeez. Okay. I'm surprised you think it's, do you think it's, it's, I thought newer? it was newer for some reason. I'm surprised. I, I I remember this movie being an older, or, you know, early 90s movie. Um, it was okay. We watched it. It was, it's all right. So I'm looking at pictures of Mae Jemison on Star Trek, and she's in, like, uniform and stuff. Is she in makeup like a like an alien? Or is no. She just, no, she no. looks pretty human-like. She's got, like, a, yeah. a brownish-orange half bottom and then a little black shoulder cap outfit yeah, kind of yeah, thing going on yeah pretty standard pretty standard uh outfit there yeah there she is yeah you know it's a it's a it's an interesting episode um for sure all right so but, we've got three episodes to talk about this week uh we've got a brand new home free this is the tgif premiere right this is yep episode six of the series uh and it's the like you said the first episode actually on tgif and then we've got two episodes of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. The show doesn't start on TGIF for a little while longer. We're watching season one to be ready for season two when it actually debuts on TGIF. And uh, that's what we're talking about this week. Yeah, yeah. So Hanging with Mr. Cooper originally aired on Tuesdays after Full House. Um, and then starting in the fall of 1993, it, it is added to the TGIF lineup. Do you know what time um, Home Free aired this week? Was this the nine o'clock show or? I have my, yeah, my notes say nine o'clock. All right. So let's talk about Mr. Cooper first then. Okay. Sound Do good? It. Sounds good. All right. So I got to start off um, before we even get into the episode. I want to read the, the brief synopsis given for this show. Life couldn't be better for Mark Cooper. Just out of school, Mark shares a house with two beautiful women. That's it. Where did you read that? This is uh, straight is that from HBO. HBO. Or, or no, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. This is straight from Max. Man, from Max. Sure. Whatever. Not much of a description. I don't know if it's a fair uh, description. Um, that's what they were going for, though, I guess, to try to suck you in there. Yes. So... I noticed a couple. So we talked about this a little, uh, very briefly last week, but my memory of the show is more like I broadly remember the show. I don't remember specifics or like specific episodes necessarily off the top of my head. But one thing that I remembered that they don't really touch on in either of the two episodes we're going to talk about, uh, th there's, a, there's a brief mention of kind of the sport, but my distinct memory was that he was a former NBA player. And they mentioned that he's a former basketball player. They didn't make it well, in the NBA, right? Right, right. They they mentioned that he's like a failed NBA. Like he didn't even make it, like you said, didn't even make it to the pros. So I'm wondering if that's something that they kind of start to develop or like, you know, change into part of the story. But in the two episodes we watched, that is not established at all. He's just a guy living with these two ladies to help pay rent. So I didn't know if I wanted to save this to the end, like when we rate the episodes or right now. But I'm, I'm letting it out right now. I loved both of these two episodes, like, a lot. I liked them. I liked them. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go that far to say that I loved them. I'm in. But I, I, was, I was in after the first episode. I'm like, this show's great. I think it's, I mean, it's a really good show. I'm Absolutely. It's a very good show. And that's why it lasted five seasons and then, you know, didn't get canceled after eight episodes. But I agree. I mean, it's a really good show. I don't, I'm not going to say, like, I'm, I can love with it. Like, it's the best show we've seen. But it's, and that's not what you said either. But uh, it's a good show. It's a really good show. Season one, episode one. Um, I don't know what the name of this episode is. I can't read it. The is it hmm, the dis <laughs> dissertation? That makes sense. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't but anyways, know. this is the this I'll is the pilot. This is the first episode. I got, I, I got it right here. I got it right. Here. Hold on, hold on. Oh. Presentation. That's what it says. It's the presentation. So that's a P, not a D. Um, so the presentation. It starts off. I was a little confused at first because. Uh, it's an intro with Mark Curry, not uh, not Mr. Mark C Cooper. So he's right. in his real life character. It's 
a little confusing. He's sitting on the couch. He's in the uh, growing pains house, right? Right. So he. So this is something that at least in the first two episodes we see a few times where it's Mark Curry mm-hmm. talking to the camera. But yeah, the, for the for like the they're trying episode, to pitch the actor more than they're trying to pitch the show to get people hooked in. Right. Do you and, think people knew who episode, he was at this point? Was he pretty famous? I mean, he was a comedian, right? He was a. I mean, he was a stand-up comedian. This is this show is what made him famous, right? For sure. And, on a, on that on the on a larger level, yeah. I don't know what his stand-up career looked like, but you have to do. I feel like most of the time you have to have a pretty good stand-up career before you get a show. Like right? look at Kirkenbauer, right? He was pretty. I, mean, uh, I would say he was more famous before just the ten of us. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, I mean, he he hosted Showtime at the Apollo <laughs> in the early nineties. I don't know like when in the early nineties or how many but, episodes or anything or yeah. Uh, he was in a, he was in a couple movies before this show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, anyways, we start off. We have uh, Mark Curry on the couch. Uh, Jason Seaver, also known as uh, Alan Thick, who he introduces himself as at some point, comes over. There's a little confusion of at first, if, is this the show or is this an intro? But uh, it's a little confusing. Uh, but Alan introduces himself to Mark. They didn't know each other apparently at this point, and. Uh, we kind of get the idea that Growing Pains gave their house to the uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper because their show got canceled slash retired, right? Yeah, I, I think there's a little more stuff. Like, this is the here. house they're using for this the show. This is the set. Yeah. This is the set and the pilot, the pilot episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. They use the the full-on set yeah. from Growing Pains. So it this is... Alan Thick. he first introduced himself, like he says, Alan Seaver, then there's Alan Thick coming in to say, oh, hey, welcome to our house. We left some stuff. Let me grab that and grabs a, you know, full on giant portrait of the Seaver family from above the uh, the mantle. A lot of jokes and about uh, Alan Thicke being a, white. Yeah. And there's a joke about some like statue on the mantle, which I wonder if that's like a, a growing pains thing. Like if you watch growing pains, uh-huh. you would understand that joke. Uh yeah, a lot of white Keith, jokes. Keith will let of, us know for sure. A lot of white jokes, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the intro, right? Like it's just uh, real life uh, Mark it's fun. Curry and real life Alan Thick talking about yep. them taking over the set for the show. Yeah, that's it. So then we get our theme song, and I am going to play that right here. Hey, y'all, what's up? What's my theme music? So one thing, did we had that in our brackets, right? I don't know if we did or not, honestly. I don't think we gave it the respect it deserves. It's a good it's theme good. song. It's in vogue. It's good for a lot of reasons. In vogue and the two main female leads yeah. are actually doing the singing. So you yeah. got Holly Robinson, Pete, and uh, Don Lewis who are performing with In Vogue uh, in the theme song, and it's written by a guy who who wrote a ton of the, like every hit that In Vogue had. This guy wrote so. I think if we redid the theme song bracket and put them in, we might have some different results in there. Uh, I mean, Family Matters did still win. And that was kind of a heavy Is this thing. beating Sister Sister? Well, yeah, we might have a different at the finals. So, All right. So after the theme song, we have Mark Cooper on the couch now. Um, Robin gets home. Um, they talk about uh, Mark just doing nothing all day, just like changing positions on the couch, not really doing anything. He doesn't have a job. He's done with basketball, I guess. And uh, Robin tells him uh, while she was at work, which we find out is at a school, he got or she got Mr. Cooper a job being a substitute teacher for an entire day. Yes. 
Uh, and Robin, just so we know, is played by Don Lewis. Um, I got to say, one thing I really appreciate about these couple episodes so far, there's only like four people we have to remember. Yeah, that's and pretty good. I'm so used to starting these shows with like 10 new characters. So I've got Robin. I've got Vanessa. I've got Mark. I've got Irvin, right? Those are the four. Those I, are the only four we care about right now. I got them down. We're good. Yep. Um, the so, only confusing part is Robin and then Holly Robinson Pete. So like I, sometimes I got to do the thing like that's not the same person. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah. All right. So he gets excited. He's got his first job being a sub. He thought that was going to be a gym, uh, like a coach sub job. Finds out it's for uh, middle school science, I think. That sounds about right. And uh, then Vanessa gets home as they're talking about this. She's talking about that she's got a hot date for tomorrow night. And uh, this is where we kind of also did uh, figure out the the living situation at this house. All three of them live together. They're roommates. They're doing it to uh, be able to afford the house because uh, just two of them wouldn't be able to do it. So they brought Mark in. Uh, Vanessa, not super excited that Mark lives there, but it's I think it's more of Robin's idea to make this whole thing work. I don't think she's too opposed to it. She just... I don't know. I think she is. Uh, she yeah, brings it up multiple times awesome. that she doesn't like him being there kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So they talk a little bit more about the date at night. Uh, William is her date. He's like a what, like a stockbroker or something like that. Yeah, it seems like she works at some kind of financial business and he is a broker there. And um, let's see. Oh, they go like off in the kitchen. Mark is kind of just like eavesdropping, like following them around, listening to things. They gossip some more. Um, and then uh, there's kind of like a little conversation here about, I don't know, just like men and women in general and like what they're looking for and that kind of thing. Yeah. And Mark's like, women always think that they have men under control, blah, blah, blah. And the women are like, okay, work. I think Vanessa goes out of the kitchen at this point, leaving uh, Robin and Mark still she in there. She goes upstairs to kind of like get on, you know, get ready get for the date, I guess. Work. Yeah. No, I think she's just kind of getting, getting home and, and relax. I don't relaxing or thinking about the date. She's not ready for the date yet. Though. Sure. And then uh, while she's upstairs, Robin kind of calls out Mark for having a crush on Vanessa. He kind of like blows her off a little bit, but then uh, she comes back in this like short little skimpy hot dress, like showing off what she might wear for the date. And uh, Mark is obviously very attracted to Vanessa. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's a hot lady. Um, next scene, we're at school. We're at Mr. Cooper's first class. Um, the class is being wild, of course, because they have a substitute. Uh, this is where we first meet Irvin, one of the, uh, students in the class, played by Omar Gooding, correct? He is played by Omar Gooding, who has been, uh, on TJF already on an episode of Just the Ten of Us. I can't remember. I think we've looked it up timeline-wise, but my go-to Omar Gooding is Wild and Crazy Kids on Nickelodeon. He was one of the three... <laughs> like counselor host on that show and I loved Omar Gooding from the day that I saw him. I don't remember that show very well. They just got like these like teams of like I don't know 10 kids and just like played games and that was it. Okay, well, I'm looking at it now. That was before Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Okay. Um all the kids want to call him Coop. He eventually agrees to that. Well, pretty quickly he agrees to that. Yeah. And uh, he's just trying to be the cool teacher here. That's his, like, his... his That's his strategy. Yeah. Um, they start t- taking advantage of him. They pull out a boombox. They start blasting some boys to men on the boombox. Um, I like how that was, the that was like, the loud song they went to. Yeah. Like, let's, no, Motown Philly is the most raucous song that we can think of right now. Coop is in the middle of the classroom. He's dancing. He's got all the moves. The principal comes in at this point while he's dancing, stands right beside him. Uh, the song finishes. Coop's still dancing, doesn't see the principal at all. And uh, then once he finally does, tries to act like the whole thing's a science experiment, uh, testing to see if, like, dancing actually brings the rain, I think is what they try to do. And, uh, of course, the principal doesn't buy it. He's no, mad. he is. He is. Yeah, he tells him to get to work. You're being loud. You're disturbing other classes. Yep. So he goes out. Irvin tells Coop that he wants to leave, and he ends up just leaving through the window. Walks right out the window. And after he escapes, we find out that he also super glued Mr. Cooper to his chair. <laughs> so he's now got a big old plastic chair glued to his butt. Principal comes back in. 
Uh, Coop is trying to play it off, pretending like he's not actually glued to the chair. Um, Principal knows that Irvin left the classroom and uh, then also discovers they glued uh, Mr. Cooper to the chair and uh, I think, like, calls someone from shop to let, cut him out or something, he says. So, look, I know this is a common prank in television shows. <laughs> Do you think this is even possible? Like... You would have to put a significant amount of super glue first of I'm all. And you'd say, have to do it within like 30 seconds at the most of the person sitting down. I'm going to say yes, it's possible, but it's probably easier to get off than they're making it seem. Like I think even with super glue, even if it dried for 20, 30 seconds, you could still probably pull it off. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I'm not convinced. You want to test it? Nope. Um, I mean, I guess we could test it. Like I say that, like I say that, like I'm gonna get. It's gonna be tested like as a prank. But I mean, you could test. We could test it with. Yeah, just put on. We could test it at Awesome Con. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> I don't want it. Not on one. Not an. Not on one of their chairs. Bring a chair. Bring some super glue. No, I like it. I'm gonna think about that. That's what we. That's <clears throat> that's a that's a maybe a future con, uh, thing is we test pranks oh, from JF shows. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, remember that when we have the next one after this one. Nightmare um, weekend in October. We have to figure out how we fit ourselves into that one. All right. What are you talking about? There's like that Halloween episodes were the boys, uh, boy meets world, like go to episode for eight years. We'll pitch it. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. So after this, uh, we're back at the house now. Uh, Robin is working out, doing some aerobics and stuff. Uh, Coop gets home tells her that she had that he had a great day at work and then of course turns around and you see like a heart-shaped butt patch on his pants from where they <laughs> right. had to cut right. his pants off to get off of that chair and tells her it was a pretty rough first day yeah and i think what to what we're establishing here we, we hear this a little bit more of the episode is that robin is going to be kind of I, I guess always trying to compare herself to vanessa i think that's what the whole working out thing was alluding to yeah um she kind of gives uh, Coop the advice that you need to get the respect from the kids first before you right. act like you're a cool teacher. Like, you, they need to respect you. So he kind of, like, accepts that and I'm assuming puts it to use later. Uh, Vanessa comes down in another skimpy dress. Of course, Mark's checking her out once again. Robin mentions that she just wants her body. Like, it's not fair that she doesn't have to work out as much as she does and still looks like she does. Doorbell rings. Uh, this is William now. This is the date for Vanessa. He's there. He's got flowers, and Coop is not impressed at all with this guy. No, and he starts, like, giving him a real hard time, too. Yeah. Um, eventually, like, they're about to leave, but Mark uh, pulls uh, Vanessa back in before she does go out the door and uh, just, like, is like, you should hang out with me instead. This guy's going to be boring. I'm a lot more fun than he is, and she she does not. <laughs> care tried to get her to bail at the last minute yep she goes off with william uh we then go to the next day uh coop is uh asking vanessa about her date uh i think this is the next day right or is this later that night no this is later that um, night right i think it's later that night is this when she's eating the, the like ice cream and stuff yeah she's she put yeah. together a big ice cream sundae and i think it's that night because he he kind of says like why are you home so early yeah What's it's the... it's later that night because she mentions to uh robin when she comes down that it's like it's only like eight o'clock or eight thirty. like right 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 um Coop kind of gives her a hard time for not getting laid, uh, just for uh, having a real boring date. And uh, I think, I want to say Coop leaves Robin and Vanessa talk a little bit, and that's where she confesses to Vanessa, too, that this guy was, like, real boring. Yeah, she was trying to hold up as much as she could while Mark was there. And as soon as he go, he's gone, she tells tells Vanessa, the, or Robin, the truth. Yeah, and I think... Um, Robin mentions that she just really wants uh, Coop and Vanessa to become friends just to get along. They don't have to, like, be more than that. Just be friends. Get along. They're going to be living together. Just make it work. And they agree. They're going to be friends. They're going to make it make it work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Coop reminds uh, Vanessa once again how boring William is. And, uh, oh, no, then that's where she eventually confirms it with Robin. So one final scene back at the school. Um Coop is subbing for the same science class that he was for the uh, other episode, and he tells the class, uh, today's going to be a little different. He's going to take that uh, advice from Robin about uh, trying to get the respect from the students now. And he tells them, like, how important education is, and, like, uh, I think this is where he mentions his basketball career, too, right? Did yeah, he yeah, say he this... got injured, or? 
He did. So, so the, what they're saying here is that he got injured before he got to the NBA, and therefore he was glad he he has education to fall back on. Um, yeah. So that's all we know right now. I, I, I again, at some point, I think that they turn it to where he actually played in the NBA, uh, and then now he's no longer in the NBA. But I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, we see Irvin once again trying to leave in the middle of class. He's got some like tickets to sell or something like that. And he to gets Bell up. Bib DeVoe. Oh yeah, he bought like a hundred tickets to Bell Bib DeVoe that he's trying to trying to scalp. Um, he tries to escape, but this time Coop has turned the tables. He has glued Irvin to his chair and uh, can't get out of there. Good old laugh at the end of it. End of episode, yeah. and then we get an outro from Mark Curry, uh, reminding everyone that he's Mark Curry and to watch the show because he's Mark Curry. Yeah, but what happens here is as he goes to introduce himself, he starts to say, my name is Mark, and then the credits hit. And oh, he, yeah. <laughs> like, pushes the credits out of the way to finish and say, I'm Mark Curry. Yeah. So there's kind of, like, a, a, a even more of a fourth wall break here because he actually, like, interacts with the the credit screen. So that's episode one of uh, Hang With Mr. Cooper. We watched two of them this week because we got a lot to catch up on. Uh, this is full season. season one, episode two, Hanging with Michelle is the name of this episode, and it starts off. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think it's real important here to just quick set up. Um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper is also a Jeff Franklin show. So uh, I don't think we mentioned that for episode one, but Jeff Franklin you know, created created this. And, and I was looking at for whatever reason. I don't know why my brain wants to credit Jeff Franklin for everything on TGIF. But he really didn't. He really only um, created Full House and Hang with Mr. Cooper, and, and oh, that's really? It. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I associate him with everything else that was on TGIF. But yeah, I thought he did a lot because Miller Boyette, I guess, did a lot. Miller Boyette, right? yeah, Miller Boyette was really the the powerhouse um, behind it all. So, but yes, he did this and and uh, Full House. No step by step because I know there's a lot of crossover on like Full House and Family Matters and step by step. Nope. That, that's just the TV nope. TGIF connection, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we start off. We get another Mark Curry intro. Now they have their own set. They're no longer on the uh, growing, growing pain pains set. They got their own set now. He kind of walks around, throws the set or shows the set off, and um, then he kinda, then he mentions the theme song within Vogue, right? Uh, I didn't make note of that. What I made note of was kind of how the, the scene ends, like what the punchline for the joke was. He, I think he mentions, like, we even got in Vogue to do our theme song or something like that. What's the punchline sounds, at the end? The, the punchline of the whole scene is he's, showing, he's doing this set tour. He's like, all right, let's go check out the bedroom. So he walks up the stairs in mm-hmm. the living room set. And of course, there's no, that's not where the bedrooms are. So he gets up there and he's like, what happened to the bedrooms? Did Vanessa and Robin not pay the rent? Where'd they go? I got to I gotta go talk to them and figure out where the bedrooms went. Like he's making this whole hilarious big deal about how there's nothing at the top of the stairs. All right. So then we get our Invoke theme song. Come back after that. We've got Vanessa and Robin talking about um, they got a sorority reunion party that's going to be happening at their house. Yes, and their friend Ivan, their sorority sister Ivan, has confirmed that she's going to be there. And evidently, Mark has had a crush on Ivan for a long time since he met since he met her years ago. Yeah, uh, we also find out that Mark is subbing once again. This time, he's subbing first grade. He doesn't know what to do with first graders. Um, Coop is hitting on Vanessa a little more, and uh, I think they kind of remind us that Mark likes uh, Yvonne once again and uh, this well, is Well, the thing here is that they don't, Vanessa does not want him to find out. That she's even going to be there, right? Right, because he doesn't want her just like hanging, him just hanging around, being annoying to Yvonne, honestly being annoying to all the sorority sisters and Robin evidently has a has a hard time keeping a secret, so there's this kind of play back and forth about not telling him, him kind of starting to find out because Robin can't keep a secret. Yeah, he did. He eventually does find out, and I think they make an agreement. Like as long as he's not like there at the party and like hanging out and bothering them, that they'll somehow connect him and Avon together. Well, what they say is, uh, you can come and you can come to the party for a minute, and then if you only stay for a couple minutes, we will we will set up a date for you and Avon. So he agrees, and uh, we then go to uh, this first grade class that he's subbing for. And no, this is not just any first grade class. This is Michelle Tanner's first grade class from Full House. You've got all of the cast of characters that you know from her first grade there. And uh, this, is, this is setting up to be something special. Michelle Tanner, Denise, 
Aaron, the crew. Yeah. Um, so a lot of stuff going on right away. Uh, we find out like Michelle is like the class leader for the week. Uh, that also means that she has to feed the frogs. So she brings. Up- and I even feel like we've seen this frog before. I even feel like this frog was in a full house episode. Yeah, it's a giant like bull yeah. frog that she brings out and uh, she's got to feed him crickets. Um, Coop's just trying to get this class like figured out. Uh, I think he grabs the lesson plan at this point. Uh, he declares that it's story time. Everyone in the class holds up a book. They all want him to read their book. And then Coop's like, well, let's just make up a story. So that way we don't have to uh, make anyone upset that I don't pick their book or whatever. So right. starts making up a story. Like he like says a line and then he wants someone in the class to say a line back. So it starts off like. But he's also acting it out. He is acting out the story as they create it. Yeah. Very important. Um, so it's a story about basketball. Then it starts off. Uh, I think Denise changes it. And then it's like a kangaroo playing basketball. And then the kangaroo hurts his leg, so he's got to, like, hop around the classroom now on a hurt leg because he's a oh, basketball yeah. player. leg. Kangaroo. And then, like, then the kangaroo climbs a mountain. So then Cooper, like, uh, hops up onto the desk. He's hopping around on one foot. And then they say um, that he flies off the mountain. So then Coop jumps off the uh, desk on one foot, lands on the ground, gets hurt, and... Uh, immediately needs the nurse like he did something bad coop i mean if you've got a basketball injury you know that's not a good idea yeah um they skip ahead a little bit to the uh, emt getting there they're carrying him off on a stretcher apparently he uh fractured his coccyx and uh all the kids are blaming michelle for hurting their substitute teacher and michelle's got that that classic sad michelle sad michelle look i want to say that there is probably as as much as this is just almost a full house episode there is probably the best full house easter egg reference in this scene out of the entire episode okay because the paramedic in this scene is played by john posey do you remember who john posey Mm, is if i had to guess it's someone in uh, the rippers but i could be wrong the original Danny Tanner. Oh, that's good. So that was a that, that was a I don't know whose idea that was, but they deep cut wow. the original Danny Tanner in for this paramedic uh, role, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, oh, that was really that'd cool. be fun to ask him about that for sure. Yeah. All right, so he's hurt. He's getting carried off in the stretcher. Um, we then go see Coop at home. Uh, he's laying in bed. He can't move. He's hurt. The ladies are trying to cheer him up by um, telling him that Yvonne will be there soon to see, her, see him. But uh, he doesn't want to be super helpful. They're like they're like serving him in bed. Yeah. Being real cool. They're being they're being a lot nicer about it than I would have thought they would. Have been. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't even want Yvonne to see him in that condition. The doorbell rings. It's not Yvonne. It's Michelle and Uncle Jesse there to visit Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Star studded. Um, there's a lot of comments about Jesse's hair. He's actually going off to get his hair some sort of avocado treatment that he's going to get done. <laughs> and uh, he's going to drop Michelle off for two hours is the plan while he goes and gets yeah. his hair done. Does this seem weird to you at all? Like, I was like, this seems awkward to me. Just well, like, I mean, I guess I'll comment on this here too now. Everything that they get done in two hours makes this feel like it's she's there for eight hours. Oh, it does. You're 100%. She, it feels like she's there all day. Yeah, absolutely. So they take Michelle into uh, Coop's room to see Coop. And uh, she starts off by telling uh, Mr. Cooper that she actually wrote a song for him. And I'm going to play that song right here. Okay. Mr. Cooper, please get well from your little pal, Michelle. We had so much fun in class. I'm sorry that you broke your touchy. So, nice song, right? Sure. I love I love the ending, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Where, like, fake rhymes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Um, and she also has a box that she brought for Mr. Cooper. Um, gotta assume it's, like, cards from the class to get well soon or something like that. No, it's Benny the Frog. <laughs> she brought him in the box. Scares the crap out of Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper falls off the bed hurting himself once again and more sad Michelle for continuing to hurt her substitute teacher. She means well. How many substitute teacher houses did you go to when you were growing up? 
substitute teachers not okay just making sure uh all right so a little later pretty, we've pretty got sure not but that's never hurt any i never like caused any to break any bones yeah neither did i uh oddly right you would think that <laughs> right. one one of us would broke our, would have broken our substitute teacher's bones. I mean, it happens to everybody, right? Uh, a little later, we've got Vanessa and Robin. Um, they are... They have to leave? What did I say here? They have to leave for a bit, yeah. Oh, and they just leave Michelle there with uh, Mr. Cooper. So, like... Well, they gotta, they're going to get the house ready. That's what happened. That's what they're going to get stuff ready for the party because they're going to go to the store meeting. like shopping and stuff. But they're leaving hurt Mr. I mean, Cooper with only Michelle there to somehow take care of Mr. Cooper when they're the ones there should be taking care of Michelle. Well, I don't think the intent is for her to take care of him. I think the intent is. For yeah, but then it's not. But someone needs to take care of him. OK, it's not, it's not like he's like on on like life support. He just needs like something to bring him a drink every now and then. Um, Michelle's worried. She thinks she's going to hurt. Mr. Cooper again. Um, she did make him a sandwich, though, which is really nice. It's a ketchup, cheese, and bologna sandwich. Classic combo. Of course, everyone knows the ketchup goes between the bologna and the cheese because you don't want soggy bread, right? Yeah. Everyone knows that. Uh, doorbell rings, and what do you know? Now the sorority girls are all starting to show up for this party. They're, yeah. They're, and they all, don't they, they like all come in together, don't they? Yeah, it's like a big group of them. So... We skip ahead a little later to all the sorority girls are there. They're like in the living room hanging out, doing their sorority girl cheer chant things, whatever they are. And then um, they're ready for food. Someone says it's time to go get some food. So they all go off into the kitchen. Well, it's Yvonne specifically. Yvonne, Yvonne's like, I'm going to go in the kitchen and get some food. Mark's in there getting food. Mark does not want Yvonne to see him at this point because he Still doesn't hurt. want her to see him injured. So he's trying to like crawl his way out before she comes in and doesn't work doesn't get out in time yeah and they also mentioned here too that uh avon doesn't even remember who he is like he's got this big crush on her <laughs> yeah. and she doesn't even remember him in the slightest from uh when they met back in uh i guess college. vanessa's college or robin's college uh, I, I kind of i almost get the impression that they all went to college at the, all of them were at the same college gotcha yeah <clears throat> all right so coop goes off to his room avon follows him to his room um or at least uh, follows him into the other room. The rest of the ladies kind of come into the same room. And then um, I wrote Michelle runs in with, oh, with his, his like, tushy donut. Cushion, like his you bullet, forgot yeah. your tushy donut, Mr. Cooper. And it, everyone's yeah. like, make, like kind of laughing at him for like having a butt donut. And uh, Coop goes off to his room and uh, they tell, I think they tell Michelle to check on him at this point. I wrote they tell her uh, to, they tell her to check on him. It's either Yvonne or it's Michelle. But anyways, yeah, uh, no, yeah, because it's Michelle. It's Michelle. And, no, it's yeah, Michelle because Michelle goes in. She opens the door. Yep. Coop's bent knocks over, him knocks him in the head with the door. She hurt him once again. She feels real bad. She uh, this time runs off and starts crying on the porch. Yeah, yeah, she's full on, full on crying. Michelle now. By the way, she's she's I forget. She's a good crier. She is a good crier. Yeah, um, Robin uh, gets upset or gets like a little angry with uh, with Coop for upsetting Michelle and uh, then tells Coop that he needs to go talk to her on the porch. Yes. So we see, we see Michelle on the porch. Um, Vanessa goes out there first to talk to her. Um, she starts like telling her, oh, it's okay kind of stuff. And then Coop comes out to talk to her and uh, he's like, Michelle, don't worry. None of this was your fault. Um, and it's like really talking to her pretty sweet. Like uh, he's being very nice. He's great with kids. And Yvonne, um, she's like in the background and kind of hears the way that uh, Coop is talking to Michelle. Um, he also mentions that he likes this girl, Yvonne, which yeah. Yeah. she or he doesn't know that she's behind her, but she hears the whole thing. Um, and she loves the way that uh, Mr. Cooper's talking to Michelle. Yeah, yeah, he's great with kids. He's sweet. He's everything's working. Yeah, and that's what he that's what Yvonne tells him that uh it's just it's a really attractive quality and she tells him that uh she'll take care of him tomorrow and uh he now has Yvonne taking care of him. Everything's working out. Um and he tells Michelle um that they're going to be the bestest buddies now and uh Coop then I don't know if he fake falls on the couch or actually falls on the couch, but like uh, 
he he's on the couch. He's like laying on his stomach and then on he, the outside couch. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he legitimately cannot move. I think he is. I think he is stuck on the couch. And as he's helpless on the couch, he yells for Ravon to come help him out, and that that wraps up the end of the episode. That's it. Do get another Mark Curry outro this time. A cute little one with uh, him taking his like bows and uh, thinking the audience is going crazy for him, but it's actually uh, it's Michelle out there. She's also doing her bows and the crowd's yelling for Michelle, which is the little joke here. I was a little surprised that they didn't have both the twins out there doing oh, the yeah. bows, but it just maybe only one of them like... acted in the episode. We never know. I mean, they both get credited. Oh, do I don't they? know if they maybe that's like part of the contract is if Michelle Tanner ever shows up, they credit both mm-hmm. of the twins, but uh, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like if you're going to break the fourth wall, you have, you have both of them come out, but. So that's uh, that's episode two of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Now we get to nine o'clock at night. Um, this is what actually aired this week. This is Home Free, season one, episode six. Um, Shuttle Diplomacy is the name of this episode. Yes, Shuttle. We're, we're back. We're on. We're on TGIF now. So um, there's a Vanessa in this show too, which is like perfect. Um, Vanessa's in the kitchen. That's this Vanessa. Um, she's, uh, talking to Lucas about this, like, space shuttle model that he made. I guess the space shuttle is about to land, and, uh, everyone's really excited for it at school. There's, like, events and, like, projects and all kinds of stuff coinciding. You know, it's interesting that, I, mean, I, I didn't think about this, but you, but you you brought up the story of the astronaut being on uh-huh. Star Trek the same week as they're having this big space episode here. I wonder if there was something else going on that week. This is space-wise. not the space shuttle that exploded or anything, right? The Challenger? No, that was like that was in like a few years ago, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I'm sure some... everyone is really excited all over the world. I'm, I, they had to have been for something space related because every yeah, there must have been something going on. Um. So yeah, he's doing the space shuttle model project. Abby is doing like an audio report. Uh, interviewing Matt because Matt is actually going to the uh, landing of the space shuttle. He's going to be doing a report on that. And uh, I guess Abby is it's, it's an odd angle, but Abby is doing an interview of the person doing the story on the space landing. Well, she's a kid. That's, you know, a big deal to a kid. Yeah. And it's even a bigger deal to Matt because this is his first national story. This is a story that's going to be printed in more than just his little old, paper in wherever they live beach advertisers yeah tribune or whatever it's called it's a big deal and he's making it a big deal so um we then go to the uh the newspaper offices walt's there and um he's jealous of matt he wanted that space shuttle story matt's the one getting it though um and this is where we get our diss of the week as well he's not that bad Matt, come on. When Oscar walks into a room, people start checking the bottom of their shoes. Okay, so we also, this is uh, a character that we have never met, right? Oscar? Oscar, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that we have met Oscar. So he's another photog that works at the paper. We don't, we didn't see him at all in this episode, right? He's just spoken no. of? No, he's just mentioned. Yeah, and... Um, Walt kind of rubs in that Oscar has to be Matt's photog for the story, and he gets um, Laura to be his photog, and apparently Oscar, like, smells real bad, too. That's, like, his whole gimmick, is that he just stinks. Yeah. And uh, the boss comes in. He's like, hey, Oscar's got a doctor's appointment. Laura's going with you to your uh, space shuttle story. And what do you know? Oscar will be back just in time to work with Walt for his story. So now Walt, who the only thing he had going for him was that Oscar had to work with Matt, now has Oscar working with him. So he's real upset. He's not only lost Laura's his photog, Matt gets to do this story and he's stuck with Oscar. This is a thing that has happened multiple times to Walter and Matt where Matt has a gig, Walter has a gig, Walter gives Matt a hard time because of the circumstances around said gig and then ben comes in and switches everything to make it all in matt's favor yeah and laura comes in and uh she matter being pretty flirtatious too very well especially her she's very aggressive um it's interesting to see a character like that that in this way but yeah and matt has this weird thing in this episode that i thought was going to become part of the story but never really does where he keeps calling the women around him babe um like in a kind of like kind of demeaning way and it never goes anywhere but he calls her babe she does correct him a little bit 
uh, and then they find out that they both paid Oscar twenty bucks to to fake the doctor's appointment so that they could go on this this assignment together. Yeah, so he didn't even have this doctor's appointment. They both paid him. They both want to go out in the store together, and uh, even though they both had to pay, it worked. They both got what they wanted. So now yeah. we are in a car. We are traveling uh, to wherever this landing site is for the space shuttle. Matt and Laura in the car. Um, and uh, they're getting ready to leave. They haven't actually left yet, but uh, Matt wants to make sure that Laura knows how to fold a map correctly before they go. He le- this Have is, they not left yet? No, this is still sitting in uh, the car. Okay. Oh, they're in the car. Yet. They just haven't started driving yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, this is like the one thing Matt learned when he was in Scouts or something like that, and it's very important to him. Laura doesn't care at all. She's just like, no. fold, 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 here you go, whatever. And uh, it's upsetting Matt a little bit. This is kind of the beginning. Yeah, he he's annoyed by this fact. Yeah. But they're off. We are now driving. Um, we got clips. And this is also, too, he has this little weird Hawaiian fantasy about her, and they like put a like Hawaiian beach behind her while he thinks about her, I guess, on a beach. That was kind of strange. This whole episode is something. Um, anyways, they're driving, they're talking. We find out um, Laura's dad's rich here and could even like buy the entire San Francisco Chronicle if he wanted to. But she's like, so, like super rich. Yeah, she's like, ah, I just kind of want to work my way up, kind of thing. And uh, Laura wants to drive, but Matt doesn't want her to drive. They're starting to bicker now. It's becoming like not flirty like they're not really enjoying each other's company it's like actually getting like it definitely upset builds. with each it other it's a, i don't think it escalates as quickly as you maybe make it sound it starts to it's like a very slow build slow build and but it 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 does start to take off a little bit yeah and you can really tell that laura's getting annoyed with matt at this point as well yes yeah and vice versa so we go back and we check in at the house now um vanessa and her mom are watching uh the shuttle on tv um, getting ex- getting excited for the landing of the shuttle, but then we find out there's a weather situation and the shuttle is unable to land today and they're going to have to reschedule it for tomorrow. Yes. We go back to Matt and Laura. They are now getting to this like real shady looking hotel. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Did you mention the whole part about her driving and just being going like 100 miles an hour while putting on makeup? No, I didn't. So that's important. I think we need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so they do stop and they switch and Laura start, takes over to drive. And like I just said, she is like flying down the highway in Matt's tiny little you know piece of crap car. And she's like putting on eyeliner while, while doing so. And so they're going back and forth about that and they switch again and, and Matt starts driving. And, and this is really when things start to escalate. And then the map as Laura is trying to fold or not fold it back up, flies out the window and, and that's Matt's had it. Matt's done. Yeah, I think all that happens before uh, we go back and check and find out that this weather situation happened. So then we find out that's going on. That's when we go back to this hotel that Matt and Laura are checking into. Um, We find out there's only one room left. For some reason, the guy that owns the hotel throws the last key over this crowd of 20 people trying to get a room to Laura. Oh, I get this. I get this 100%. You got 10 people, 20 people that are like yelling at you. And like this, this lady just walks in and they haven't said anything yet. And they're being quiet. You just toss the key and walk away. Oh, you don't think it's like, oh, there's a hot girl over there. Here's your key. I think that has something to do with it. But I also think that you just like ignore the people that are in your face yelling, being unreasonable and just say, you take it, get out of here, go. Yeah. Um, We then go to their room. Um, Matt calls the paper to like check in and make sure they know what's going on. Uh, Walt had an awful day. Um, he was stuck with Oscar the whole time, smelling bad, stuck in an well, elevator, I think. Stuck in an elevator because they were interviewing, I think, the oldest elevator operator in the Bay Area. And and so they were doing the interview in the elevator. And like you said, the elevator gets stuck. And so he's stuck now with smelly Oscar in this elevator. Yeah, uh, this is where Matt tells uh, Walt that he's like sharing a hotel room with Laura. And of course, Walt wants all the creepy details about it. And then tells him he expects him to act professional. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. Ben tells him that. Ben tells them on the phone to be a professional. And then when he gets off the phone, but it sure would be nice if, if those two got together. Yeah. Um, we go back to uh, Laura and Matt arguing a little more. Um, and this is where Laura tells Matt that he's not sharing the bed with her. He's sleeping in the bathroom. It's her room. If he wants to stay in the room, he needs to sleep in the bathroom. Okay. A little unreasonable, but uh, agreed. It's, it's late at night. Uh, 
Laura wakes up. Matt's sleeping in the bathroom. She needs to use the bathroom. So she's like, Matt, I need to go. And then Matt comes out of the bathroom. And she's talking now from inside the bathroom on the toilet saying she can't go if someone's that close to the door. She needs him to step away. And like, it's just like a little further, a little further. And eventually he goes and like sits on the bed while she's using the bathroom. She comes out. He has fallen asleep on the bed. Yeah, I saw that coming. And instead of uh, just like taking the edge of the bed or laying up there, or even kicking him out, she decides the best solution to this is to grab a blanket, grab a pillow, and sleep on the floor. Oh, she also makes the comment. She's like, no matter how you know how much they try to act like they're big bad dude or whatever, you know, something like that. She's like, at the end of the day, they're all just little boys. And she says it in a very in a very sweet way. I probably I don't know if that really conveyed the way I said it, but in a very sweet way, she's like, at the end of the day, they're all just little boys. Yep, so we go the next morning to uh, the family back of the house watching the shuttle landing on TV once again. Um, Lucas has fixed his model because he broke it earlier where he sat on it. Uh, Abby, we find out, has not been recording anything. She had the pause button on the whole time, so nothing that she's done has been recorded. So now she we, just wants to... We like, know what that's like. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> now she just wants to share uh, Lucas's horrible space shuttle model with him and put his put her name on it as well. Yeah, I don't know if we made that note, but the entire episode, they make fun of how bad his model is. Uh, oh, and then there's like a real racist comment here. Did you write it down or no? I didn't. Um, Vanessa's mom says, you know, they're just so cotton picking honest. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matt wakes up back at the hotel. Um I thought they like missed the shuttle. I think that I thought that's what they were going for here. They I were. thought so too. I thought so too. But Laura's already awake. She's wandering around the uh, hotel room. She was outside. Uh, she tells him, "Oh, you fell asleep on the bed. You got to get ready though. It's almost time to go." Apparently, this hotel is like thirty seconds away from where this space shuttle launches because, which doesn't surprise me because I mean that's like that's what all those people were there to begin with, right? Yeah. That's the that's what we're supposed to understand is that you know this is the hotel that's like right next door. I mean that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, she does say that uh, she felt bad about the way that she was acting on the road and everything with the map and all that stuff. And uh, both of them realized that they both weren't the best and uh, apologized to each other. Um, they then both confess to each other that they both were hoping to really hit it off on this trip, that something would come out of it. Um, and then they have a little kiss and then they start making out right there in that, uh, hotel room. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. Um, they then hear, which I thought was the space shuttle exploding, but it was just the sonic boom of the, uh, shuttle coming back, back into the earth's <laughs> atmosphere. And, uh, we find out they have about four and a half minutes to get to the, uh, to the landing site. It's going to take like an hour to get those people out, right? They're not just going to pop down and be like, here we are. Welcome back. Yeah, I guess they don't really have to see it land, right? They're talking, they're like talking to the astronauts and stuff when they come out. That's the whole idea. Yeah. So uh, they get leaving out of the hotel room. The hotel owner like comes into the room before they even get out of there and is just checking on uh, Matt to see how it went. <laughs> yeah, like, did you hook up? What's up, man? Tell me yeah. the story. And um, is this a quote from? I wrote. I guess this is from Laura here. Uh, now that we get, now that we got sleeping in a cheap hotel, this must have been Matt. Now that we got sleeping in a cheap hotel out of the way, uh, are we gonna go on an actual date? Maybe that was Laura. It could have been either. Honestly, they're both pretty pretty open about it. I can't remember. Yep. So that's the end of the episode. We do get uh, a fairly extended uh, ending episode. Yeah, they, they, they do that a lot on this show. I feel like, uh, yeah. like after the end of it. Kind and of the intro—I don't know if you've noticed, but the intros are are long too. Like we get a pretty like good before the, of the theme song actually before hits. The theme song. Yeah. yeah. Um. So in this scene, we see Matt getting home. Uh. Obviously, from this uh story trip thing. Um. He brought a NASA patch for Lucas from one of the astronauts, which is pretty. Which cool. is pretty pretty cool like that's a pretty good like get i feel like yeah uh vanessa tells matt that um sometimes she worries that lucas wants to be too much like him but sometimes she shouldn't kind of which is which was weird it was it was weird to me because it's like 
why is that the moral of this episode? Like, why? It's why like, I don't want that... you being a news reporter. I don't want my kid being a news I, reporter. Is that what she's going for? It was for? just so strange. It was just, there's there was nothing in the episode where it was like, Matt is influencing Lucas in a negative way or like, yeah, I don't know. It was a very weird, like, takeaway for. I think episode. it's also like one of, it's just like a sister brother kind of dig kind of thing. I don't know. But, anyways, um, it would seem weird. She's like, Matthew, is something wrong? And, uh, he asks Vanessa, he just wants to know what women want. And she tells him that, well, all women are different. And, uh, but all women want the same thing. And, uh, she tells him, um, I'll tell you in a little bit though. Cause I gotta go pee. Well, yeah, but they set the scene up a lot different. They set the scene. She's like, I know the one thing, I know the one thing that every woman wants and will make any woman happy. And I'll tell you right now, but first let me go pee. And the way they set it up is that like, she's about to break this news to everybody, yeah. him and like the us, audience, the viewers, yeah. everyone who's everyone in the world is about to find out the one thing women want, but we never will. Double P episode. Double P episode. Yeah. Cause Laura was peeing in the hotel and now Vanessa's peeing. <laughs> okay. Sure. We don't get a lot of peeing in TGIF. That's fair. It's fair. All right, so that's it. That's our episodes this week. Um, I hey, think we did forget to do one. Th- oh, go ahead. Let's do this first, and then we'll then I'll want to rank them first. It. Yeah, let's do that first. I'm ready to go. Go ahead. Number three, I've got Home Free this week. Not my favorite episode. Um, okay. Number two, I've got the second episode of Mister Cooper with oh, uh, all right. the Tanner Michelle, Michelle yeah, yeah. connection, and then number one, I've got the pilot for Hanging with Mister Cooper. Okay, I got a little bit different. I uh, definitely Home Three, Home Free at three. Uh, I'm gonna switch around. I'm gonna put the pilot episode at two and the the full house crossover at one. Fair enough, no problem. Uh, what else did you want to throw in? We forgot to do birthdays at the beginning. Oh, of the, of the episode. happy birthday too! Uh, and that's on my that's on me. So Saturday, May twentieth, happy birthday, Bronson Pinchot. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show one day. And then Thursday, the twenty fifth, is Alan Troutman. Alan Troutman was the puppeteer slash voice for. A number of characters on the dinosaurs. I'm going to read the list real quick because oh, it's wow. worth going through. Fran Sinclair, Georgie, Inspector, Elder, Moolah the Cash Cow, Mug Salesman, Mr. Pullman, Dr. Elliot, Piaget, Winston, Chief Elder, Monster, Hank Hibbler, B.P. Richfield, Dolph, John, Henry Poupon, Narrator, Officer Brazelton, Ted, Lieutenant, Rocco Lingo, Fox Jacket, Edward R. Hero, Louis, Scientist, Interviewer, Mr. Otto Lynch, Hank Maurice, Mr. Lizard, and again, he did the face for Francis. So, fate, he's puppeteer and voice for a lot of these? Uh, he's puppeteer, body, and face for a lot of these. He's only the voice for a couple of them. Okay. But, uh, That's cool. He's a big what, time puppeteer. What did you say was Alan? Alan Troutman. Alan yep. Troutman. Happy birthday, Alan. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Bronson. Alan. <laughs> say it like a minute, I didn't. Steve. I mean, I wasn't even. I was just saying happy birthday. I know. I know. Um... I don't think we have anything else going on, do we? Awesome Con. Um, awesome Con. We're going to be there Friday. I keep I keep forgetting. I've got like June everything 10th. else pulled up. What is it? The 19th? So, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll be there Friday, June 19th at 4.15, 4 o'clock. Something uh, like that. I don't know. Uh, man, we're awful. The important well, thing got- is buy your pass, whether it's a three-day pass or a Friday pass. Get out there. I recommend the three-day because you'll come see us on Friday, and then Saturday you'll have all day to get your Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who autographs and whatever you want to get. Yeah, I got a ton of Doctor Who. A ton of Doctor Who people coming. Three Lord of the Rings people, so that's pretty cool. Um, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. I think there's a couple people from uh, Encanto maybe that are on one of the One of the women from Encanto. You've got Karen Gillian from who's Nebula in the Guardians movie. LeVar Burton's going to be there. They've got like, I think the entire... Taryn Gillian also in Doctor Who? Uh, I don't... No? Um, Am I making that no? up? Keith is yelling I, I, I right now. I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not a big doctor. Oh, she is. She is. Yeah. She is in Doctor Who. Yeah. She was so a she doctor, doctor or a companion. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Man. Yelling not, at us. He's yelling. I'm He's not like a big... holding his pop in his hand right now. You don't know Karen <laughs> Gillian is. It's okay, I don't know Keith. who she is. She's Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Keith, we have our own um, connections to people, so... Yeah. And then there's like a big, I think one of the big things for them, and it's not really in my world, but like a cast reunion or a cast panel for Hero, My Hero Academia. Some people love that show. Uh, the, anime, the anime. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's definitely a thing for people who like that show. So there's a ton, like almost the entire cast is going to be there. Uh, and then the Pink Ranger. So. Who 
probably will cancel like usual. Does she normally cancel? Yeah. That's a shame. I got another tattoo I could get signed. Good. 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 You still haven't gotten a guy. I mean, you've had multiple chances to get the guy who did the... Because uh, I wanted, I wanted signed by like Arl Stein. Why don't we both? Yeah, Arl Stein's going to be first. Fair enough. All right. Fair so, uh, yeah, follow us on all social media at TGIFCast. If we have any changes or updates and everything, we'll have it on there. Uh, thanks once again to Joaquin for the theme song, TGIFCast at gmail.com if you want to send in your own version. And uh, we will be back next week with... Uh, what do we got going on, actually? Yeah, so we're going to do two more episodes of Hang On Mr. Cooper. So episodes three, episodes four, season one, and then Home Free, season one, episode seven. Cool. Sounds good. All right, man. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. Podcast.